Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Good evening, everybody. It's just such a blessed evening tonight. I'm just so thankful to be back to another episode of Youth Living Clean in an Unclean World. We are all used at heart, and we are all the, the children of the good Lord, and he just gave us another night just to fellowship once again with one another. But I just thank God for all of you that are able to come, those in spirit who cannot make it here, for uh, the Lord has just been so good, and he's been just so good in my life. And I just thank God for just continuing just to press on, not only in just my ministry, but other ministries out there too. And I just wanted to let everybody out there know that if you're going through anything tonight, just let go and let God continue just to sit there and just wait on him because when it's all said and done, the Lord will show you how good it is in the end because there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. So I just wanted to get that out there tonight and just just encourage somebody just real quick. But tonight I'm going to open up in a word of prayer and I'm going to get on with the uh, ministry. But uh, dear Heavenly Father, I thank you, God, for the evening that you presented us with, Father. I thank you, God, for just another day, Jesus, that we can worship together, God. Any problems, God, that we may have, we know, God, that there's going to be an end to it, God, and there's going to be foreverness inside of you, Jesus. So we thank you, God, for continuously, God, blessing us each and every day. For we sometimes take life for granted, but we thank you, God, for giving us life this evening. For we could not be able to move nor talk nor speak, God, without you, Jesus. So we ask you, God, for healing. We ask you, God, for perspiration, God, reconciliation, God, prosperity. And we stand on it, God, in faith, Jesus. And we ask you, God, to continue to bless, God, continue to, to push us, God, into our destiny, God, and to walk us through life, God, for there is an end, God, and there's going to be a beginning. And I thank you, God, and I give you all the glory and the honor, which is rightfully due to you tonight, Father, and let tonight's call, God, be ordained holy by you. In the name we pray, amen and amen. I thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Right now, we're about to open up with my cousin, my partner in Holy Ghost Crime. It's going to be a little catchphrase, man. Uh, My partner in Holy Ghost Crime, Walter Brown. Amen, amen. Can you then enjoy everybody who's listening tonight? Our spirits are here tonight. Thank God. The Lord, we're all here. Um, tonight, we're going to talk about something that has been a debate for so many decades, so many centuries, so many millenniums, and that happens to be the end of days. Um, we all know about what that actually means, you know, the end of the world. When is this going to all end? Um, when is it all going to happen? When is it all going to take place? And the real answer to everybody's question, I'm pretty sure most Christians know this, is that we don't know. We can't really say what is going to be today. It doesn't matter how many scientific theories you put out there, there is no way to, to actually know because the Father himself. And the reason why I bring this conversation up is because there are some people in the world who are afraid of this, as they call it, in another word, apocalyptic um, event. 
what's going to happen. And tonight, I'm actually going to read a scripture, um, and it's Mark chapter 13, verse 32. And Amen. it says, But of that day and that hour knoweth no man, know not the angels, which are in heaven. You see, you got to look at that. They are in heaven, and they don't even know. Neither the Son, which is Jesus, or the Savior. Not even he knows the day of the hour. But the Father, the only Father, that's God. He's the only one that knows when he's going to do it. Only he knows. So when people look at, you know, we had a little scare a few years ago. I'm pretty sure a lot of people remember December 21st, 2012. It was predicted by apparently the Mayans, apparently. They uh, were saying all those kind of things, you know. Not the Mayans themselves, but scientists were actually, you know, calculating and saying, like, oh, there's a day that's going to end. And uh, I remember that day. And I'm laughing to this very day because we're sitting here in October the 18, 2015. And I'm laughing how people try to create these things to try to prove God wrong. But it doesn't matter how many calculations you do or how positive you try to calculate, it's not going to disprove God. And what God is trying to prove is that, I keep telling you guys, I'm the only one who knows the day or the time and the hour. Don't worry about it. Now, with this stuff about being scared of the stuff, don't be scared of it. It's mostly an opportunity because if you are with God, if you are strong in his will, there's nothing to worry about. This whole thing, this whole this whole event, it's mostly for the people who are not faithful to God and it's following the double. And now I'm going to read 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1. And it says, Now the Spirit speaketh expressively that in the later times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of doubles. Now, one of the signs, obviously, is them saying we're moving away from our faith. That's the people who should be really worrying about this event. But if you're really strong and you're not being seduced, you're not you're not dealing with the devil. There's nothing to worry about. This is actually a big event. For Christian, for any for any kind of person who loves God, it's a big event for them. And about all these things, about all these things, about the world ending, it's not for people. Is with God because it says right here, giving heed. To seduce the spirit. Now the spirit speaks expressly that in the later time some shall depart from faith. Those are for the people who who depart from faith. 
It's literally telling you right there. It's for lost souls. That's what God's trying to do. And what God's trying to show us every single day of the week, he's giving you signs. And those signs, if you are strongly with God, you don't have to worry about those signs because those signs won't seem anything to you because there's nothing wrong with you. Nothing to worry about. But when it comes to the people, they are the ones, the, the people who are away from faith, they're the ones that are saying, oh, this is going to happen, oh, that's going to happen, oh, man, we better watch out for this. Because they're paranoid. They don't know what's going on. They don't understand fully what's going on with this. And I actually touched bases with this a few years ago. Um, you know, my was actually had like a little Bible study a few years ago. We were talking about this because this is obviously before the whole 2012 thing. This is like back in 2009, I believe. And we were talking about it, and I was saying the same exact thing, how people don't understand. You see, in order for you to understand God's will and understand God's faith and what he longs for you, is to be in that faith itself. Mm. It's just like how people, it's just like how people want to say how God's not real, for instance, you know, and they say he doesn't exist. You don't understand it because you're not with that faith. Mm-hmm. You're not really, you're not taking the time out of your day to say, well, hey, let me look up some evidence. Let me look up what God has done in the past. All you're looking at is just what I mean, he say, she say kind of thing from the outside of it. You're not going to know what happened in that certain event, that certain stadium. Let's just say there's an event, there's a concert going on. You don't know what happened in that certain concert or that certain event. You don't know if they jumped to the crowd. You don't know what happened because you wasn't in there. Amen. You didn't take the time out to go get tickets to go see yourself. You understand what I'm saying? So it's the same thing with that kind of stuff. If you won't be only able to understand what God is longing for you and what he wants for you unless you're actually with it, if you actually want it. Just like how scientists, they, they don't, they always try to disprove it, but there's been multiple times that they're not telling you that their stuff has been disproven. That's for one. Number two, They've proven it so many times, but they just want to keep people away from what God wants to show them. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a sad yeah. thing. But you see, another thing that people should be actually paying attention to to the end of time is Noah's Ark. That's a, that's a prime example in the Bible of how there were people who doubted, just like how they're doubting God, they doubted that it was going to be actual flood happening. No kept on them. It's going to happen, guys. He built that ark. He was always crazy. And what happened? There was a flood. Amen. And all the people who listened, listen here, all the people who listened didn't perish. They stayed on that ark. They, they knew, they believed that God was real, and they believed that God was going to do something to the wicked. Mm-hmm. Just like how 
we can't say anything about how the world's going to end unless you believe in it, unless you actually know. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know, that is it. Amen. Amen. It's messed up right there. You got you to get that back together because that's the prime example of it. Whenever you think about that kind of stuff, whenever you think about how will the world end, how will this end, mm-hmm. how will that end? Well, you got to wait and see. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the whole thing. The whole thing that you should be worrying about is if you're all right. Wow. Am I doing God's work? That's, what, this is, that's what this whole thing, that's what this whole sermon was all about. That's what I'm trying to move up to is, are you all right? What are you doing? How you living? Right. That's what people say. Wow. How you living right now? Mm-hmm. That's the whole thing that God's looking for. And unless you don't know how you're living, the people who don't know how they're living is the people who is mostly paranoid about it. If you know, mm-hmm. I'm good with God. I worship him every single day. I pray yeah. every single day. But even with that, even with that, they're not the most Christian people. Mm-hmm. Even with that. Because they can say one thing, they can mean another. They mm-hmm. can still drinking and partying and doing all these stupid things. <laughs> but they act like they're with God. It's an act. But with the people who are really strong with faith is the people who don't brag about it, actually. They just live life for God. They don't say... I'm doing this, I'm a bishop, I'm that, I'm this, I'm that. Those are all just, those are all just titles. Mm. Those are all just titles. I mean, some people who don't have, have those titles, they do be really with God. And I know a lot of people like that. But there's some of them that actually just use that, just use that name just to get past. Mm-hmm. Just, just, just to say I'm a Christian. You see, saying you're a Christian, saying you believe in God, for instance, period, is not just a title. It's not just a trend. Mm-hmm. That's not what it's used for. We can't play with God. Right. That's the thing. You can't play with God. And when you learn, you learn how to deal with God the right way. Mm-hmm. your faith is stronger and you're looking at things more brighter in the whole religion of God and you understand you'll be able to know that even this might be the end of days what I got to worry about God got me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's right amen Thank you. amen Thank you. and Thank you. The thing is about when people, when you worry about that, not only do you don't have to even worry about it if you're all good, but no one does know the end of times. There is no prediction. You can't predict it because this whole thing of the end of days has been going on for centuries. Mm, that's true. For, 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 for millennia. It, it's been going on before my great-grandmother was even born. 
That's how long ago it's been going. It's been even going longer than that. Even way before her generation even came in. We've been talking about the end of days. There's always rich people. There's always stupid people. Mm-hmm. The whole thing is, is that if it is the end of days, do something about it. Mm-hmm. Become stronger. It's like if you got to, if you, if you're running out of time to go get something, get some food. Like for Thanksgiving, next next month, you got to go get the turkey real fast. And it's all about the clothes. You got to rush out there. What are you going to do? You're going to rush to the store to go get that turkey, aren't you? That's what you got to do with the end of the day. You got to, if, if you're not right with God, just make it stronger. Rush for it. Mm-hmm. Don't be scared of it. Because God is not going to do anything to make you fear. He's not Freddy Krueger. Amen. He's not Michael Myers. He's God. That's right. You understand what I'm saying? So the whole moral to this whole thing is that as long as you are good with God and you're strong with faith, you have nothing to worry about at the end of days. Amen. So I hope you got some out of it. I really do hope. Amen. And I hope you have a great night. And uh, may the Lord have a blessing to the reading of his word. Thank you, Jesus. Amen, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God, for that wonderful word. Let's give God this speech right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus, for using this servant, God, your humble servant, Jesus. We thank you, God, for that wonderful word. Lord, continue, God, to bless my cousin, Lord, for I'm well pleased with him, Jesus. So you lift him up, Jesus, for I am pleased, and I thank God for him tonight. So I thank you, cousin, for continuously doing this with me. I thank God for you. So I thank you for that truth. God's really, I really hope God blesses you because you really are doing really well in him, cousin. Um, Yeah, thank God for that. And tonight we're going to move forward. We're going to continue to keep this love going on and continue to keep this uh, service going on. And I'm going to be talking about how we should stand out in uh, the Lord, because there's a lot of people that are ashamed in whatnot or what they are in Christ when they come around different people of different religions, different beliefs, and different types of uh, lifestyles. And we should always stand firm because we see so many people on the TV today standing firm with their beliefs in. And we're talking about lesbianism and talking about gay rights, gay marriage. They are standing firm in their beliefs, which is a sin. And we do not hate that person. We hate the sin that has become over them. But it's time for us, the Christian people, to start standing out and not falling into the depths of sin as well as the other man. Because some people try to switch the word and some people try to switch what God says and turn to something else. Like, I was on Instagram with them. First, I started reading the word right before you guys. I was on Instagram and somebody was on there. He loves the Lord, I believe. And he had something and he put up a scripture. I forgot what scripture it was. But it was something about love your, um, your man as you would love thyself. Like, love him with all your heart. And he took that as a fact that we, then what's the problem with gay rights? That's what God is meaning. That's what he thought God was meaning, but he's not meaning that at all. So many people try to switch it and change it into something so great, but it's not. And that's what we should start not doing anymore. We should not switch what God has said. People should not switch what God has made holy and to change it into something that's simple. And that's just the Satan himself. And we need to start standing out, standing firm in him, because there's so many things that we could be doing now that if we do later, then it may be too late. Amen. So I thank mm-hmm. God for that. I'm going to start first with uh, 1 John 2, 
verse 15. It says, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. If we stand here today and we say that we love uh, uh, performing um, adultery, and we love standing in the world today gambling, if we love doing things like that, we cannot have the love of the Father in us. Because if mm-hmm. we do these that are the acts of sin, and we know what is sinful unto the eye of God, then why are we doing these things? Why are we out there continuously causing adultery for one another, lusting after a man as a man, lusting, lusting after a woman as a woman? Why are we out here doing these things and say that we are actually um, the Son of God and we have the love and the Father of us? If we're out there fussing and cussing every single day, we're telling people off and telling people uh, who they are in different names and forms of fashions and stuff, the Lord never did that to us, so why are we doing that to somebody else? We shouldn't be out in the world all willy-nilly acting as if that we are, are somebody trying to, um, like, damn somebody. Why are we out there trying to be something that we are not? We need to start standing out. We need to start being somebody that God has installed in us because what he put in us is different. What he gives you is different. It doesn't give you any greed. It doesn't give you any pride. It gives you the spirit. It gives you. It just gives you that righteousness. It's just an unexplainable feeling that he gives unto you. That's why it's the Holy Spirit that befalls upon you. We can go out into the world. We cannot tell these people that 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 that, that they are sin and that they are the devil in disguise because they're not. They are just doing the things of the world that is not right, and they are doing the things that the Lord is trying to pull them away from. The Lord is going to try to pull them out as long as we pray and we steadfast in His Word and His will. We cannot call somebody Satan, but we can pray that Satan demonic spirit out of them, because they're, everybody on this earth is the same. We are all the same person. We are all came from the same rib. We all are under God. But the difference that makes us separate is that Satan has gotten into so many people's lives and made this this satanic thing um um just all over the world on the televisions now. We can't say Jesus or God on the television. We can say the S word and the D word. We can say all this profanity on television now, but we have to take the spirit out of the television. We can't even say the Lord's name on the television anymore. So we need to start stand out and to start showing the world that there is better life. Now, I'm not telling you all just to go out and just say, oh, I'm righteous, and you're not. I'm out there, and I'm actually in Jesus, but you're not. No, we don't have to do all of that. If we are silent and walking in the Spirit, that is enough. And then we can get loud by talking about the Lord to somebody. We can get loud by telling somebody how God can change this and that inside their life, how the Lord can change everything, because we can stand out by being silent. For somebody who sees me or somebody else walking down the street, they don't have to technically talk to you in order to see that you are in Christ. They can just see by your walk and your demeanor that you're in Christ. So let us stand out. We don't have to follow the world's laws. We don't have to follow what the world has done and and what the world has made so special about sin. We don't have to follow that in order to look cool or the way you appear. You don't have to do all of that. You stand out by being in Christ and Christ alone because he will give you all of the riches, all of the glory that is due unto him in due season. And then I'm going to go ahead to Second Timothy, verse 2, and then verse 15. It says, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. 
We must show righteousness, and we must show the right way how to use the word. Like I said before, people divide the word in the wrong ways. They take little tidbits out, like little tidbits out, and they try to put their own definition into it, trying to make it something pleasing unto their own selves. There's so many people now in the pulpit that are sinning out there. They are using the word as a coverage over their sinful ways, and they're trying to make something out of it that is pleasing unto them so they can feel good. So many people do that. There are some people out there that are in the pulpit walking the walk, talking the talk. Not all preachers, not all ministers, not all um, um, popes are bad. There are popes and there are ministers and there are people out there that are really walking the walk. But more so often we are hearing all of this bad stuff about different types of preachers that are using it as a coverage for their own sin. And when you study to show thyself approved unto God, we should be able to walk the walk in him. We should be able to talk the talk and we should be able to have nothing on us that is dirty, that is rotten, nor in the world that's absorbed into our own flesh and blood. We should be able to show ourselves approvement to God, for there is no excuses for any sins that we may have done. Where I read the scripture, it said that the Lord does not tempt us. He does not tempt us with anything. It is only of the own man's temptation. It is only of the own woman's temptation. If we do something that is a sin, the Lord didn't put it blatantly out for you and said, okay, I want to test his faith. I want to see how much he loves me. I want to see how much by just giving him all this, like, porn on this site. Let's see if he goes to this site right now. He'll put it right there in front of your face. The Lord does not do that. He does not put anything in front of you that he knows that will make you fall or stumble or lose faith in him and lose your sight on the right path and go to the wrong path. He will not do anything for you like that. All he desires of you is to show yourself approved. Stand, stand fast in him because whenever you stand in the Lord, whenever you stand ready and righteous, and whenever you stand in him, it's just something about it that makes it change your whole lifestyle, change your whole way of looking at life. Now, yes, we may slip and we may fall sometimes, but the Lord is so righteous and the Lord is so loving and caring that even when you just sinned maybe last night, and you show yourself approved today by saying, Lord, I repent unto you, Lord. He will take that sin and throw it into the sea of forgetfulness, and he will change you right then and there. All it takes is for us to be approved, for us to be repenting. Because that's all it ever takes. Do not be ashamed of who you are or what you stand for in him, because there is people out there who will tease you. There will be people out there that will laugh at you. There will be people out there that will take what you say and change it so they can tease you and make it into something silly. But like I heard in the song before, they can be laughing at you, but I'll be steady standing there dancing and shaking these shackles off me so I can make it to the promised land. We must be conformed to the world. We must be conformed to the Lord our God, for he is what matters, not anybody else in this world, not any mother, not any father, because at the ending of the day, the Lord is your mother. He is your father. He is the one that we must chase after. For our mothers and fathers on the world today, they're here to bring us up so we can get closer to him. And we shall be their brothers and their sisters in the afterlife, praising the Lord for everything that he has done for us and everything that we work so hard for to show ourselves approved in him. 
Approve yourself tonight. Approve yourself and get ready. Any sin that may be on you right now, do not dwell in it. Shake it off right now before it's too late. For it's a distraction. It's a distraction in the name of Jesus. Make yourself approved unto God and be not ashamed for who laughs and talks about you. Continue to press and continue to show yourself approved for that is the key to getting into heaven. And that is my message of the night. And I thank God for just continuously just doing and moving through the words of the Lord. And I thank God for just showing that to all of us because without him none of this would be possible. So I thank God tonight and right now at this time I would like to ask uh, Auntie Angel, is it okay if you prayed out tonight? Thank you, Lord. Um, thank you. Before I pray, I want to thank you and Nene, um Walter for both of your on-time words of um, the end time and how um, you said that we must um, be strong and show ourselves and take a stand for what is right. And, yeah, no man knows daddy owl when the son of man shall appear. And we are seeing these in the end times when we're seeing, like you said, things on TV being perverted or whatever. Um, so we're seeing this, and like me saying, you know, we don't have any need to fear. That's when we need to take a stand and show who we stand for, which is Jesus Christ himself. And I thank God for both of you for coming together and bringing forth that powerful word of God. Um, I'm just coming together on the line being obedient for um, both my son and my nephew doing the prayer. And if anybody has any prayer requests or whatever, we're going to chat when we're on the line tonight, even me myself, standing in, in agreement, asking God to fix those things that just need to be fixed. Any ailments anyone has, um, we're putting that on the altar tonight as well. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come thanking and praising you for all that you have done. We thank and praise you for the word of God that has gone forth on this evening. For, Lord, it was your rich word, God. It was your soothing word, Lord. It was your word of uh, correction, God, in the name of Jesus. I ask that those these young men that have forth this word, we ask that you touch them in the name of Jesus. We ask that as they poured out with their spirit, that, Lord, you poured back into them what they have given out, God. And Lord, we ask that your word of God don't fall on stony ground, but it will fall on fertile ground, God, in the name of Jesus, that it may be cultivated, God, that we may have it rich and grounded in us, God, your word, God, in the name of Jesus. And Lord, if anyone is on the line this evening, God, whether it's in the chat room or whether we're just listening attentively, God, whatever the need may be tonight, God, we ask that you move by your spirit. Spirit, God, in the name of Jesus, we ask that you touch from the crowns of the head to the soles of the feet, God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, anything with finances, God, we ask that you move by your spirit, God. Oh, Lord, that light bill that needs to be met, God, that car payment that needs to be met, God. Lord, we thank you in advance that it is already done, God. The food that needs to be provided on the table, God. Oh, Lord, as these months are growing and we're getting the cold weather, God, they need to know where the heat's coming from, where the oil's coming from, God. But, Lord, you said that you would supply all of our needs according to your riches and glory, God. 
And, Lord, I stand firm on your word tonight, believing and not doubting that you're going to do what you said that you were going to do, God. And, Lord, as we leave this place but never with your presence, God, we ask that you continue to go with us, lead and guide us in all truths, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen and amen. amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you. I thank everybody for joining us this evening for another praise and worship. And I thank you, Jesus, for that. I just ask you all just to go in peace. And we love you all. God bless you all. Have a very good evening. Amen. Have a blessed evening. Amen. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus